0: Hey, Suns fans, how we doing? Another win for your team. That's 15 in a row. 15 for the Phoenix Suns. Matthew, looks like you're coming to us live from Vegas, man. What's going on?
1: Hey, what's up? Am I lagging? Are you lagging? What's going on here?
0: We're probably now both lagging. Now you
1: disappeared.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're I'm off to sure a great start.
1: There's no Wi-Fi, I feel like. Yeah, this is a great start. So yeah, live from Vegas, here we are. Look at behind me, our beautiful suite. I'm in the smush room right now, um, hanging out. Suns, we get what we want, right? A couple boys just in Vegas to to watch the end of the Suns game?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, fantastic. I mean, you know, <laughs> going around Vegas all day, uh, Bloody Marys to start, 9 a.m., and then we hit we hit Vegas. We're yes. here for yes. my stepdaughter, your niece's 21st birthday. So happy birthday, Ashley. That's why we're here. Happy birthday, part, Ashley. Partying our butts off, uh, watching the Suns mm-hmm. game and then coming back and checking into the hotel. Uh, hey, zero asks, why are we rocking sunglasses, Matthew? You want to feel that one?
1: Well, we popped a couple of mollies, so just in Dad, case they kick in the up. podcast, we'll be ready, we'll be prepared. No, just kidding. Wrong. We're cool. Wrong. All right, we're, we're out here in Vegas. I mean, it's the thing you do. We're gonna go gamble. You don't want them to see your eyes. So isn't that the thing? You have to wear sunglasses when you gamble, right? It's poker.
0: All in, yeah. <laughs> no, we just think we're cool. We're having fun. Uh and, and thank you, jamsters, to all the people who are joining us after this win for the Phoenix Suns. Another victory for the team, fifteen in a row. And they demolish the Knicks. wasn't close. Uh, I know that we missed probably about the first half, checking our phones as we're walking around, using the monorail, hitting yeah. the tram, all that stuff. And it, like it never seemed like it was close. So you know, we'll be reaching out to the Jamsters and asking kind of what you saw tonight. And you know, we might have a couple of questions that maybe some people can uh, uh, answer for us. But until then, you know, uh, this will be a quick one. We're not going to be on here for a full hour because. It's dinner time. We got to head back down to the strip, which is right behind Matthew. There, as you can see, uh, Matthew, you got a nice cold beer to pop open tonight. Actually, I have a fireball
1: what shot. Is
0: that is that a
1: fireball shot? Oh, we're doing fireballs. We're oh, doing some fireball shots. Let's, let's go! <laughs> let's, go. let's go!
0: Let's. It's go. like a I'm Peter Schrager down. on the Bill Simmons podcast. <laughs> let's
1: go, Bill. Let's, let's go. go. Let's Whatever go, you Bill. say, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, well, cheers, Suns fans. Let's celebrate another victory, 15 in a row. This ties the second longest winning streak for the Phoenix Suns uh, with the 2006-7 Suns who did it. So uh, on that note, cheers, Matthew. Cheers. Bottoms up. Cool. Let's talk about another Phoenix Suns victory. was another dominating victory for your Phoenix Suns tonight as they defeat the New York Knicks by a score of 118 to 97 and as we mentioned kind of at the top of the pod, you know 33 points for the Phoenix Suns to the Knicks 27 in the first quarter 24 to 17 in the second 31 to 27 in the third and 30 to 26 in the fourth yes Matthew the Phoenix Suns outscored the Knicks in every quarter this game they're now eight and one on the road and 16 and three overall life's good brother life's good
1: yeah it's good and i asked you before i'm like i'm i was kind of thinking these two games where we're playing the nets tomorrow like is this going to be one of those where we just lose both of them and go back to being like kind of like the old Suns? no i mean you said we're Suns fans where we expect that i expect when we're in vegas playing roulette to look down on my phone and see, the Suns are losing by 20. I don't know why. That's just the way I am. But the way they go into the Madison Square Garden to handle it, and if Booker opens up the way he did, scoring, what, did he have 32 points tonight? Mm-hmm. Like, he just, he dominated the first quarter. I know DA was 4-for-4 four four early on, too. Um, The way that they're actually handling these teams towards the end, to where we're questioning, like, hey, should these guys still be in towards the end of the game? Are the reserves going to come in? Eventually, they do. But if that's one thing that I need to stop worrying about is, like, when Monty, when is Monty going to put these guys in and give these guys a break? Because I don't think they care. They're going to go into tomorrow night's game, whether or not they play the full game or not, with a lot of momentum. And they, they have to, to get that 16th win in a row.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, you, you want to see Monty Williams rest the starters in the fourth, knowing that they're going to go and they're going to be playing the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow night. And uh, I, I don't know. I think I just lost Matthew, but you know what was he ever really found is the question. Uh, but you, you know, that's what you think. You think that they welcome oh, back. back dude. Oh, man, and you're gone. Anyways, this is great for the people who are on audio listening to this, you know, on their, <laughs> on, their on their Thanksgiving weekend, they're like, what the hell's going to go on? But again, You want them to rest, but that's not the mentality of this team. This team is like, listen, we're going to play four quarters because who knows, maybe something in the fourth quarter is something that we find and unlock about this team that we're going to continue to use moving forward. And they seize all those opportunities to do so. And again, you know, Devin Booker at the Garden, you know, I was telling you during the game as we were sitting here watching it in Viva Las Vegas was – I honestly thought that this was going to be a game that the Suns would end up losing, and then they'd go to Brooklyn tomorrow night and win that game. Uh, but they come out and absolutely roll the New York Knicks up and smoke them like a Philly Blunt, which is what it looks like Matthew's been on, been hanging out mm-hmm. with tonight, you know, with those glasses on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they just – they poured it on. it. And, and then you're reminded how far above the Knicks – the Phoenix Suns are relative to talent and maybe some of the jamsters Mm -hmm. can answer this question for us in the chat because again I didn't see the first half but by the time I tuned in you know third or fourth quarter where was where was Kemba Walker where was Evan Fournier you know these are the guys these are these are the talented guys these are the guys when you Mm -hmm. look at the roster that you're playing against you're like oh well this is going to be a close game because they have this talent and and I don't know if we saw them the entire second half. I feel like it was Emmanuel quickly, and that uh, that other guy who was playing really aggressive. What was his name? Uh, McBride. Of course, he only played four minutes, but I mean, they were four aggressive minutes, man.
1: No, yeah, we got to figure out what happened to them because I mean, even in the fourth quarter when the Suns are up by twenty, I was thinking hopefully the the bench can just end this and then the starters have to come back in. But I was like, where's Kemba? Like twenty three minutes played this game. is there any update on him? Case says
0: Walker was hot in the third, but again, but why is like, he not
1: These teams, I just really quick, like these teams, I feel like are given up on the Suns, are giving up on themselves playing the Suns before the Suns give up, you know, and put in the bench to end the game. It just seems like that a lot lately, where these teams are just totally given up. If that's a, if, I thought he got hurt because you want Campbell Walker right in the game to end it, and your starters and Julius Randles get pulled too. So I don't know this is where yeah and then
0: and then parker hines who's one of our elite jamsters and this is a reminder if you want to become an elite jamster simply hit the join button below uh, if you're watching on YouTube and if you're on YouTube, give us one of those thumbs up buttons as well. We really appreciate it. I mean, here we are in Las Vegas kicking it with the family and we have to take time away to hang out on the pod. But you know what? We'd love to do it. Uh, but Fournier too, you know, he, uh, Parker Hines says he went off early and we just adjusted to him. And then Kemba dis- just disappeared. And you're right. That's what's interesting is like as these games are progressing, the, the Phoenix Suns you know, their bench did great at the beginning of the fourth. And they did the same thing they did Mm -hmm. in the last game against the Cavs where they pushed the lead. And the opposition doesn't necessarily put in their starters back in. Like, they almost give up. Like, the Suns go up by 15, 16, 20 points. And they just don't put Kemba back in. And we've talked about this in the past. Like, you can can never do that in the modern NBA, right? Like, you're never – if you're within 16 points and there's five minutes left, like, you're in the game, right?
1: Yeah, you are. And that – the way that Booker and I think Booker had a few turnovers towards the end and Chris Paul did too, where they just found themselves in situations to where they couldn't pass the ball. And it was kind of just like effortlessly passing the ball to each other and then it would be stolen. But even then it's like, yeah, the game is over, right? When Chris Paul hit the three with five minutes left, I think they went up 22. Then you're like, yeah, it's over. But even then, if I was a New York Knicks fan and I'm like, wait, what's going on? We still have a chance. Anything can happen. Like, you know, the last five minutes, anything can happen. And, I was just thinking like the way Booker was playing too, towards the end of the game where he just seemed like he's like, yeah, this one's over. Like I took care of them early. Um, There's nothing really the Knicks can do to come back in this game. The names we're looking at on the court for the Knicks. I'm like, there's no way that they can adjust to what the Suns are doing in this game and take over at all. So maybe they just give up on themselves. Maybe the Suns are just that team now to where if you don't get to them early, if you don't get to them in the third, you know, the fourth comes around, they know how clutch they are. They know how they can end games. To where that's so scary, to where they just these teams don't believe in themselves, and I could see that too. I mean, 15 games in a row, no respect, and me as a Suns fan, we're thinking that they might lose this game. Like, <laughs> I don't give them as much respect either, so it goes it goes hand in hand with that. But, um, I don't know the the way that these the Knicks and then the Book of Nets to the next game, <clears throat> I expect, of course, a closer game, but these teams they, they have to keep fighting, man, because the, the Suns they can turn the ball over, they can do whatever to get these these teams back in the game, but they just don't, the Suns don't do it. The Suns are just, they're too good right now, man. We're, they just don't make the errors to let these teams back in.
0: Yeah, you know, and I, I think uh, as you look at what some of the Jamsters are saying in the chat, you know, uh, G.S. Sandoval, <laughs> Sandoval says, Knicks have a game <laughs> tomorrow against the Hawks. I guess they prioritize the Eastern games. You know, and, and uh, you know, we shut, we shut Randall the fuck down tonight, right? I mean, he had nine points on three of eight yeah. shooting and over two from deep. You know, six rebounds and four mm-hmm. assists kind of thrown into there as well. But, I mean, you know, t- to your point, I think that the Phoenix Suns are it's, – it's like the Baltimore Ravens, right? Like, if the Baltimore Ravens go up ten points against you, They're just gonna run the shit out of the ball, control the clock, and you know you're done. So your whole goal when you play a team like that is Mm -hmm. not to go down 10 points. And it's the same thing when you're playing against the Phoenix Suns, is you're like, listen, our one goal is to not get down by double digits. And if because if we do, we know the Phoenix Mm -hmm. Suns in the fourth quarter are gonna win. And we were talking about it watching night, right? Every time the the Knicks would come back and get it within, you know, 14 points, the Suns got them in foul trouble. The Suns, you know, got to the line and they, they just they put they put the Knicks out like a cigarette butt tonight because anytime they try to come back, they just had the capacity to be like, listen, there's no way you're coming back in this game because we've, we have uh, a stranglehold on you. You know, a, a, another guy who's, you know, getting a lot of love in the chat is uh, Mikhail Bridges. Coda Kid says Mikhail Bridges shine tonight. hey.0 Zero is referencing that Bridges dunk. Uh, he also says Bridges is a great defender, but sometimes he needs to focus on his man and go over screens. Uh, you know, I think that when you look at Mikhail Bridges, uh, it's just another reason, another thing that we continue to do uh, is, is have players that every night somebody else can step up. And if, like, you're the Knicks or you're the Cavs, you're, you know, you, you need those consistent guys to step up, but their role players aren't nearly as deep as we are, and we continue to shine. Ja, ja, uh, Javel McKee, dude. Like, again, he had this one play where he rebounds the ball and he passes out to campaign. And when he passes, he just throws on the ball and he just stands there like this. And campaign <laughs> hits the three. It's just like he does goofy shit like that. I mean, this, the depth of the team. And, and we, we really, uh, we talk about it every podcast just because it's what we do. But it's just, it, it's continually showcasing why this team is so unbelievably good at what they're doing right now. Oh, and hold on. Shamil Shamil says uh, Mikhail Bridges is one of only two players holding the opponent under 42% shooting with a field goal percentage over 67% shooting. The only other is Rudy Gobert. I think I read that correctly. It's hard to read.
1: Yeah. And it goes to like, you're talking about role players. So a lot of people like from the outside will think like Mikael Bridges is a role player for the Suns. You know what I mean? And, And you talk about DeAndre and like, I don't know, DeAndre in the course is not a role player, but him or Mikhail usually step up each and every other game. Like Mikhail will have a great night, and then DA won't really offensively. Then DA will have a great night offensively, and then Mikhail really won't. You know, so they kind of trade back and forth. But the role players that we have are they're like developing to something even more special. And I don't think I would never categorize DA as a role player, but what he does towards the end of the game. Where he's just rebounding, like tonight, the defense. Where I forget you were talking about the play where it, it led to the Cam Johnson dunk, where yes. the guy went up in the lane and Da was still there facing him, and he had to force a bad pass because these guys in the league, I don't feel feel like realize how good Da is on defense. It's a smaller man, like it's a bigger guy. He can adjust. He can make it very very hard for the other offense, and it leads to turnovers. Then he can jump out on some guy hitting a three. So. Those are kind of like role player things that they do for our team, but they're not really role players. It's just like if you look at their stat line, they're like, oh yeah, that was that was pretty good, Da. Oh yeah, that was pretty good, Mikhail. But these guys are just they're like a step above that. They're they're kind of they're developing to something very 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 good for the Suns team, offensively and defensively. Watch.
0: Yeah, the play that you referenced is probably one of my favorite plays of the game it's when uh god who was the kid let's see if i can pull him up right now um i don't remember who it was Uh, but it was one of the young kids uh grimes it was quentin grimes rookie and he was you know he he pump fake d.a out of the three-point line and then he went to go drive by d.a and d.a was still there like d.a stood there kind of put his hand up to play defense and still was there and and has that lateral movement to stop mm-hmm. him from getting there. So he just he, he didn't know what to do. She just passed it, and then it led to a McHale bridge to Cam Johnson fast break, you know. And again, another solid performance by uh, DeAndre tonight. Ends fourteen points, thirteen rebounds, seven for nine shooting. Just unbelievably efficient, uh, doing those things that Da does to continue to to fortify. You know what? Why he should get that max contract or the max extension uh, in this upcoming offseason. I mean, he continue to look fantastic. Absolutely. Uh just one of my favorite players. And the things that he's doing is translating. And, and it's so such a great part of the team. You know, it's just everything he does is just really fun to watch. And it's it's really it's just, you know, he's he's playing great games well, right now.
1: Yeah. In the effort towards the end of the game. And it's not even much to really notice, but he just continues to dominate towards the end of the games. And that's the most important part, right? I mean, him to finish games the way he does, and the effort—it's like, oh yeah, he's doing his job. But no, no, no. he's—he seriously, he's intently doing it to where he's on the other side. His focus is defense, rebounding, getting the outlet pass, running back down court. Those are just things in the past where Da wanted to do. But this season, he's been so focused where you don't even hear Chris Paul yell at him as much. You know what I mean? So that's really kind of cut off. And now Da is really, really into the game towards the end. He's like, all right, I'll just finish these games out. Make sure that Chris Paul doesn't yell at me and it helps the team in the end, dude. Cause he, I still think sometimes he thinks like this team can win without him, but no, absolutely not. We need him. We need that big dude. Uh,
0: a couple of things I want to talk about before we get out of here today was the assists. The Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. demolished the New York Knicks when it comes to assists uh, 28 to 13. And I think that's obviously a big reason why the Phoenix Suns pulled this out because, again, they showcase that they're a team that utilizes ball movement uh, in an effort to find open shots. And, you know, 14-10 and for Chris Paul, another 10-assist game. I mean, I haven't – I don't have the stat, but how many games in a row has he had 10 assists in a row, man? I mean, like, this is insane.
1: No, it's just so effortless, man. (laughs) It really is. Um, I don't know what to say about him because we're watching the game and – we didn't get to see Chris Paul till the end. And I'm like, wait, oh, yeah, I forgot Chris Paul's on this freaking team. You know what I mean? To come in and finish it off, even though we're up by 20, it's like, why put him back in? Yeah. But <clears throat> I don't know. You just – sometimes, I don't know, John, if you forget that we have the players we have on this team whenever our bench is doing just fantastic and they come back, you are know, like, oh, yeah, we got Chris Paul, we got Devin Booker. Sometimes I do that.
0: Well, and I, I really feel like, you know, our bench played fantastic. You know, it, it money kind of has it down to a 10 man rotation right now. Right. He's got his, or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, a nine man rotation. He started, he's got a starting five. Then it's cam Johnson, JaVale McGee, Cameron Payne, Landry Shaman. And I think that's kind of the perfect mix of what this team is to be, to be, to maximize its effectiveness. Cause Cameron Payne had 13 and six tonight. Uh, cam Johnson had 10, three and two. And the funny thing is we're watching the game uh, at our suite, if you will. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> every time Matthew hey, – we're watching on my computer, and every time Matthew gets up to go do something, Cam Johnson did something amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's like Cam Johnson, he had a great guy. drive. He, he he went to yeah. go do like a left-handed finger roll. He missed the shot, but it was a great drive to the hoop. The fast break dunk. Like every time Cam Johnson did something, Matthew's like, oh, you know, I'm sitting there's like, let's go. Let's go, Cam. Let's, let's go. go. And, Matt, and then Matthew's just
1: – he's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit, I missed it again.
0: You know, oh. but then you ha- then you have uh, obviously Landry uh, Shamit yeah. looked fantastic again tonight. Yeah. And, yeah. of course, Samuel McGee, you know, six – Points and eight rebounds. Uh, but that's that's that nine, that starting five plus the the four bench players that Monty uses is just
1: creme de la creme, man. I mean, 15 in a row for mm-hmm. these guys, 15 in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if campaign can like just decide a few times, sort the games so he went too deep into the pain with the ball, if he can decide whether or not he's going to shoot or not, sometimes he does shoot those threes that are a little too early in the shot clock. But him, when he's hitting on all cylinders, when he's finishing at the rim. Yeah, Shamit hitting the knockdown threes when he's wide open. Those are things that they're paid for. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. those are the things that are are winning us these games because they keep that lead above the line. like they they make it so that when the when <laughs> the starters come back in the game, it doesn't make it so difficult. on of course, we've had some games where it was like the lead was cut down, but that's usually when the starters are back in. But the bench, when they just can control the lead and keep it up above ten points, twelve points, fourteen points, that's exactly what they're paid for, man. Like they're doing the things they need to do to win the game for the Suns and the starters.
0: Yeah, and again, that's what how that's how you win 15 games in a row. It's just constant, consistent yeah. scoring, constant and consistent defense. And, you know, a Knicks team that entering today was feeling kind of good about themselves. You know, they've won three out of their last five. They just beat the Lakers, which I don't know if that's saying much anymore. Uh, but they're still their team that's feeling good about themselves. And, you know, they enter the garden. And they just actually absolutely put on a show. Uh, which brings us. Jam Star of the Game. All right, Jamsters. As a reminder, if you're watching along live, please let us know in the chat who your Jam Star of the Game is. And if you're listening, please subscribe, rate, and review. And you know what? While you're here, go ahead and hit the thumbs up while you're at it as well. Matthew, who is going to be your Jam
1: Star of the Game? It's going to be Devin Booker. Um, I'm sorry I missed most of the game watching him perform because I I feel like towards the end, it was uh, not really the Booker show like it was in the beginning. So definitely Booker. Whenever I see that stat line where he's scoring 32 points, um, I can't even look at the stat line right now because if I exit out of this, then I go black and you won't see my beautiful face, my beautiful beautiful baby face. But uh, it's Devin Booker, man. In the Madison Square Garden game, you know it's going to be a Booker show. Whether or not the win or loss, I don't know, but he's going to put on a show every night he's there.
0: Yeah, I mean, whenever it, it's so funny because, like, whenever we have an East Coast swing, I feel like that's when Devin Booker shines the most, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's somebody who, if, whether he's playing in Boston or he's playing in Philly or he's playing in the Garden, and, you know, he, he steps up and he shows up and he shows out. And entering this game against the Knicks, he's played 12 career games. 27.7 points per game is what he's put up tonight. He went 14 to 27 from the field, including four for nine from three. Only three mm-hmm. assists, only one rebound, but he had 32 points. He set the pace for the Phoenix Suns, and yeah, he is. A lot of Jamsters are saying it in the in the in uh, the chat. Uh, there's always some Ishwin right love from Fabio. Uh, book it. <laughs> Yeah, as Jay Pizzle says, book it. It's Devin <laughs> Booker gets the uh gets the jam star of the game. Hey, Dot Zero, ask a, qu- a good question. Is Monty ever going to get a jam star? Because I think no. that Monty did do a good job coaching this game, like I mentioned the f- the nine man rotation. But you say no. Tell me why.
1: <laughs> I just you, be, because he be called timeouts the at the right time. He, he actually did, and it's not we, enough we were talking about that to too. Yeah, but he, he trusts the players, and it's up to the players to win the game. So then we trusted them to win the Jam Stars. So that just that's that's a vicious circle, dude. But whenever something goes bad, then we'll we'll talk about Monty.
0: <laughs> Iverson vlog says in the chat, prayers up to John Morant. Let's hope he didn't really screw up his knee. What? I gotta
1: research that <sighs> Are more. Are you kidding me, man? That would suck if that's true, man. I hope. That's I hate stuff, I hate though. doing this pod and something like that where someone's like, oh, someone else is hurt. Especially a job, man. That's MVP. Yeah, you especially... That's your boy. That's run. our boy. boy. I love
0: Joe. <laughs> <sighs> uh, speaking right. of, of winning. Money. So, you know you it, 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 so we didn't put a bet on it poll out there this morning because one, we were traveling to Vegas bright and early. And two, we keep losing money through the bet on it poll. So, We'll ask you this question real quickly, Jamsters, as we get ready to preview the Nets game. Uh, if we go and play roulette tonight, what number should we put money on? Anybody who can agree on two 15, numbers, will figure right? it out. I don't know. The campaign? 15 or 16. 16? No, we'll for see. the win streak. We'll see. Oh yeah. 16 for the win streak. That's a good call. Cause that's, what's coming up next. We have tomorrow night. Uh, the Suns are playing the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn. Uh, the the house that Jay Z built, if you will. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. this is this is you know a marquee matchup. Um, is this one nationally televised, Matthew? I, I I probably should know that before I even ask it. So it says Jay i says, have no one, idea. But on I do know what's, what's going on right, right now. And then Fabio uh, sixty nine. That's, right that's that's yeah not a number in roulette. Seventeen from James Smith. Seventeen is my lucky means. number. Double zero. Double zero.
1: Double zero. All
0: right. Double zero. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we should do, do that. Javale McGee. But Suns right, versus Nets, let's talk about that real quick before we get out here because it's time for dinner, and I know all of our ladies are waiting on
1: us. Ooh. So tell me about the Nets. Let's talk about them. All right, talk about them. <laughs> all right, so yeah, the Nets, they're really good. <laughs> good I'm call. sorry. I'm like cutting in and out. No, I, I can't really hear you. Like, like Okay, you so their, in their in first – Sometimes you sound like really... a Transformer, so –
0: First in Iowa, I hope that's not for the Jancers as well. Uh, first in the Eastern Conference with oh, a 14-5 no. record. Uh, they're a team that's won their last four consecutive games as they prepare for the Phoenix Suns. Last winning uh, against, uh, who did they play last? I clicked on uh, the Celtics and they beat the crap out of them. So they're a team that's starting to get their feel underneath them. I think that James Harden's obviously going to be a big focus. He's a guy who when you look at how he's performed thus far this season, he hasn't been playing up to the same level necessarily that uh, the league is accustomed to, if you will. You know, he's a guy who is averaging 20 points a game right now. Um, he's only shooting 41% mm-hmm. from the field. Uh, and, and so, I mean, it's, it's going to be – is it going to be the same Nets that we're used to seeing, or is this going to be a different Nets? I don't know. And we'll, I guess we'll find out tomorrow, huh? <laughs> yeah
1: um all i can say is sorry <laughs> a lot of that i just didn't understand because you're in and out but um all i say is you know for the 16th win in a row you're playing a team that if you win it then you get the respect i guess but even then i don't really care but i mean kevin durant mvp probably right front runner right now right he has to be uh him and Harden, no, it's but steph Curry. right now i just think if you steph curry okay um i don't know man i just think if the suns win this game Then we go into Monday's game with a lot of respect that you guys all want. Maybe first take we'll take on the Suns topic. Who knows? I know the Cowboys lost Thanksgiving, so they'll probably talk about them all day Monday. But uh, other than that, man, I'm looking for I and what we're looking, Jamsters. What we're looking forward to doing tomorrow is maybe be at the sports book all day, watch the game, and have a real podcast where we can watch the game and study up on the preview for next game.
0: Yeah, that'd be really fun if we do that. Uh, Shamil says mm-hmm. in the chat, he says, so says Jay, you better be ready to defend Lissy as he's going to need a lawyer after loving up Vegas families tonight. So, uh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, but it's going to be a fun game tomorrow. Uh, Justin, so says Jay, our buddy mm-hmm. from Fan of the Flames, follow them at Fan of the Flames NBA on Twitter. Uh, he says that that game is going to be on NBA TV, so it's going to be a big one, obviously. Uh, so tune in here. We're going to do our best to come you live again from vegas god help us god willing uh tomorrow uh <laughs> Matthew, you got anything else you want to add before
1: we get out of here tonight i'm good just wish me luck tonight i don't know what's gonna happen where i'll end up hopefully not a ditch but um hopefully see you tomorrow And i'm alive yeah
0: Ho- hopefully see you tomorrow as well jamsters again we appreciate you hanging out with us uh, make sure you follow the show on twitter at suns jam you can follow me at darth voida you can follow Matthew. I'm Matthew Lucy. Matthew Lucy. And uh again, if you're watching uh, <laughs> you the long live, yeah, make sure you hit the thumbs up button. If you're listening, again, go ahead, subscribe, rate, review, wherever you get your podcasts. It's been fun hanging out with you, jamsters. But guess what? We're uh it's time to go hit the strip again, round two. Let's go.
1: Let's go, Matthew. Let's, Let's go. Go home, and love your family. Oh,